right, folks, as I promised, I have a very special guest joining me on the line all the way from the island of St. Martin. And so we want to welcome for the first time to TDN Radio and to FYI, FYI, Miss Nico, Nico Zana Elis of Voices Foundation. Good morning to you, or rather it's afternoon for you already, right? So good afternoon to you, Nico Zina. Good afternoon to you too, and good afternoon to the radio listeners. All right, thank you so much, Nico Zana. Right? Is that the pronunciation? I'll just call you Miss Ellis, okay? So we don't have any issues here. <laughs> that's good. That's good. Um, so, Miss Ellis, um, you know, um, as I mentioned to you when we talked earlier, that. Um, uh, the discussion around surrounding um, domestic abuse of all forms is something TDN radio listeners have heard us talk about on many occasions. We spent a lot of time addressing this last year, in fa- as a matter of fact, and even earlier this year. And so, um, it, you know, it was uh, brought to my attention the event you guys had on the forum you had on uh, December 2nd, which was um, just um, Wednesday, last Wednesday um, this week. And so I wanted to talk to one of you about about it and, and see, you know, some of the things that, that, that we need to talk about or we need to continue to push for change um, society of this, this wicked societal ill that has been affecting so many people. Um, across the years, across the ages, and seems like it's for been forever. So, um, again, good morning to you, and thank you for joining me. Um, but before we go there, though, just you know, give us a little background about you and yourself, and and, and then we can jump right into it. Okay, my name is Ubentures with Inkosasana Ellis. I am from Saint Martin, a little island, Saint Martin, Samater, French and Dutch. Mm-hmm. I am a social worker and the founder and president of Victory Over Injustice, Consciously Eliminating Silence Foundation, which is Voices. Mm -hmm. And the foundation Voices was launched in honor of my sister, the late Micheline Illich Douglas, whose life was brutally taken through domestic violence by her husband. Mm -hmm. And one of the things that I, I find very important is that I made a vow to my sister to become her voice and we will become the voices mm-hmm. of the voices, voiceless or of humanity because many too often persons remain silent in situations such as domestic abuse or any form of abuse and violence. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And we want to bring awareness to such persons. Definitely. Um, but first of all, let, let me say on behalf of myself and all of us here, here at TDN Radio, we want to express our condolences to you for the loss of your sister. Um, Thank you. Uh, you're very welcome. But, you know, I, so, you know, they say that you never really understand the situation until you find yourself in it, Right. So, Correct. you know, and, and it's, it's very unfortunate that, that certain, it takes, it go, has to go that far for some of us to even begin to try to make a difference. 
So I, I want to ask you how how did you know losing your sister in that way? How did that um, sort of change your perspective on? Now I know you said you were a social worker, so which means that you probably have been fight you have been fighting for change um, for as long as you've been a social worker. So, but how does losing your sister to the very thing that you are fighting? How has that affected your your work and your approach to your work? It affected me very, very big in a sense that the time that my sister was murdered, I had just began my studies to become a social worker. And the impact, the trauma was very, very, and it's still painful. Mm -hmm. One of the things that I came to realize is that the incident, after it happened, I became very, very, very angry. Mm. I had a, the anger in me came out for two reasons. One, I was in the Netherlands counseling as well, and then here I am, can't or couldn't save my sister. Mm-hmm. And I became very, very angry at my brother in law. And I remember I was boxing on a boxing bag and with anger, really, really tremendous anger. And I, I break my hand oh. and I continue boxing one hour on my broken hand. And when it was finished, I realized and I said to myself when I looked at my hand that I cannot use my hand for destruction or any part of me for destruction. Mm-hmm. I have to use it constructively because in that sense, what I'm doing is I'm passing on this anger to the next generation because my sister left two sons behind mm-hmm. and my, my, my brother-in-law, he also killed himself after. Oh, So you have to without any parent and I had to fundamentally change my mindset and I really want to thank my brother-in-law because the function in his life at that time has allowed me to become very compassionate Mm -hmm. to really found a fundamental compassion in my life and unconditional love for him I will never condone his actions never Right. but I can never hate him as a human being because he needed help and never got that help. Right. Yeah, I, I, I understand um, where you're coming from. and But I, I must say that that is something that is quite difficult to, to do. Although, you know, West Indian people or people of African descent, we tend to be much more forgiving than anyone else. But, um, you know, I can't imagine many people going down that route. You know, and and even after he takes his own life, I'm sure many people would still be angry at him. But um, shows that you're a remarkable person, you know, for being able to forgive him and being able to use his strategy um, from his behavior to his end to um, uh, influence how you approach the subject of domestic abuse. Uh, because I'm told you have a very unique approach. Um, to how we can deal with it. So um, would you mind telling us a little bit about that? Of course. Voices strongly believe that individuals, we have to start with uh, changing the way we think, changing the way we say things, and changing the way we do things. So our thoughts, our words, and our actions should be positive at all times. Mm -hmm. We also have to teach our children from very young that they were born and destined to do great things and that they are kings and queens. And I always ask mothers or women in particular, 
who mm-hmm. always say I want a good man in my life and he has to treat me a particular way I'm asking them how are you raising your sons what kind of awareness are you giving your sons to become the same men or man that you would like to have in the future mm-hmm. and I would ask fathers how are you treating the mother of your daughter and how are you raising your daughters because you want a good woman as well and children learn by what they see not necessarily what you tell them they are little sponges that's right and the first role model of a child are the parents so we have to be very careful and very particular in the way we speak to and with each other mm-hmm. in the caribbean we were never taught really to express our emotions and our feelings so you have children who were never thought how to express themselves in set situations of abuse or violence seen mm-hmm. it in the home yeah and then they become an adult trapped in the body emotionally of that child mm-hmm. right so there again they cannot move forward because they're trapped emotionally mm-hmm. they may be be well educated but emotionally they're trapped as a child and they would need that assistance of awareness to bring that out in order to make that fundamental change. You are certainly right on that, on that point there. Um, Ms. Liz, um, we are in, you know, what what some will say is the COVID age. And um, North America and Canada have reported a sharp increase in, in, um, in incidents of domestic violence uh, during COVID lockdowns. And, you know, uh, so, what is what is it about this lockdown phenomena that seems to aggravate these situations? We are a social being. We are social beings. We love to socialize. And the moment that persons feel that their freedom are taken away from them in any particular way, mm-hmm. and being trapped, or feel the, the, the feeling of being trapped, then they would lash out. Mm. And you have to understand that mentally, a lot of persons cannot be isolated, cannot be alone, afraid to be alone. Yeah. And so by being afraid of being alone, you will lash out to anyone or anything that is in front of you. Mm. And we have to understand that COVID-19 actually came to teach all of us a fundamental lesson. <laughs> to really understand the depth of our own life spiritually mm-hmm. and to understand that everything was on a standstill for us to realign ourselves up spiritually and connect with everything around us and have silence within us and ask ourselves the questions, what is my fundamental purpose of being here? What can I contribute or how can I contribute mm-hmm. to my next fellow human in a positive way in spite of the pandemic you you know <laughs> I, I have the same thoughts about the purpose of covid as well that it the world was seemed to be um at stagnant you know stuck in the same rut and we needed something to jolt us you know uh, bring us to life you know what I mean? And look around us and uh, at the same time, the world needed, needed to pause. You know, though it was stuck in the same routine, it seemed like 
we were moving fast towards death. You know what I mean? And so COVID yes. was brought to not only um, remind us that we are human and we can do better, but we needed a pause um, on the way things were going. So you're right. Um, um, a listener wanted me to ask you, um, uh, you know, the current campaign that you, you you have. I know the part of, of, of the program you had on the on, on Wednesday um, uh, is part of what is called the 16 day uh, what is it? The 16 days of um, activism or something to that effect? Correct. Um, th- th- talk a little bit about that, please. Well, actually that was, was done by, by, by the BPW of President of Dominica, right. that they have that. Mm-hmm. The International Day for Domestic Violence Awareness is on the 25th of November. Now, Voices Foundation hosts that event on the 30th of November, because that's my sister's birthday. Mm. So okay. we hold our Domestic Violence Abuse Awareness Day on the 30th of November. So last Monday, mm-hmm. we had such an event. And okay. we did it through poetry and song and awareness. It was not only done for women. It was called men, so woman and man, mm-hmm. empowerment session through poetry and song. Voices strongly believe that art is very universal. And one way of really touching victims fundamentally is through art, mm-hmm. allowing them to express themselves artistically and that is something we do not do too often within in the Caribbean I was fortunate enough to do my internship in South Africa mm-hmm. where I studied the art to work to counsel through art so that's also a degree that I have because okay. I feel in the Caribbean we have a lot of, of, of culture where art is, 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 um, is prominent mm-hmm. and we should really try to use it more within counseling mostly outside here the Caribbean or the US we normally use medication so a tablet, a pill Yeah. but there are so many different ways of, of, of counseling and I'm very fortunate I had the opportunity to do it through, through art mm-hmm. because when a person hears a particular music or see a, a drawing or hear poetry or hear a song something in them fundamentally open they become very aware yeah so if you take it from that perspective and especially with children who are being abused you will ask them to draw and they will draw exactly what happened to them they may not verbalize it but they will do it through a drawing for instance Mm -hmm. and that is very powerful and very important as well so i believe that we have to look for many different ways of allowing persons to be empowered but also allowing persons to speak out is very very important. All right. Now, let me ask you: um, Have how have men responded to your message and your foundation, or rather, your your, your sister's um, uh, foundation? Um, and have you ever faced any kind of backlash um, from men, especially, or people in general, or you know? For towards your efforts, um, and that's that's a very good question posed by a listener because 
Um, I know in Dominica, you know, um, BPW and other organizations who try to to bring awareness to um, awareness of uh, of domestic violence get pushed back. You know, sometimes people will tell them things like, "Oh, um, you know." Um, stay out of people's business. Even even um, not long ago, the police would not even intervene if there's a domestic violence situation between a husband and wife. They would say something to the effect that it's that's married people's business. They would not even intervene. Um, so uh, um, I think that is a very good question. Um, how have, how have men responded to you and voices? Very, very, very good question indeed. I must say up until this moment very positively mm -hmm. because voices do not only counsel victims, we also counsel the perpetrator because mm -hmm. you have to be able to do both. Right. And I have had very positive reaction from men or men personally came to me for counseling, the perpetrator mm -hmm. and also men who have been in a victim role came for counseling. Mm -hmm. So again I, be, I also strongly believe the way in how uh, which you approach individuals mm -hmm. is very, very important. Persons have to know that you are sincere and you mean well for them and you really want the best for them. Now, I cannot tell them what to do. Right. I could only give them the tools because they already have everything within them. Mm -hmm. It's only to bring awareness to them, to use the tools that they already have. And I think many too often we tend to Stigmatized persons who are in in, in such a, a situation, mm -hmm. or we look down at them, and family members and friends alike have to know that just be a listening ear. Let them know, no matter how many times you go back to the perpetrator, you are always there to assist, right, and to help, because right. they have to know that they are never they are never alone. They have to know this mm -hmm. that there are always persons there for them. So this brings up a, 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 a question. Um, you know, your last statement about always, you know, um, letting the, the victim know that you're always there for them, no matter how many times they go back to the abuser. Um, and so this brings this up. Um, this has been something that has happened, has, that ha which happens where at some point loved ones give up. On, on, on the victim just simply say well you keep going back to him or her and so that is your business and that is the, a very wrong approach isn't it yes it is and then you, you have to understand too that family members don't really understand that depth mm -hmm. of what is happening to the victim Yeah, they only look at the surface part of it but you have to tackle it from the root cause in mm -hmm. order to solve it or to help you find a root cause of why this person is going back and the root cause of why the person is a perpetrator. Mm -hmm. When you understand and find the root cause, then you can really help that person and give that person the necessary help that he or she would need. Like I said, if we tend to look at it from our perspective, what I want, it's right. not about you. Mm -hmm. It's never about you. It's about the victim or it's about the perpetrator. Mm -hmm. And that's where we will get ourselves in situations as well. Because mm -hmm. we want it to go the way we want it to go. And if it doesn't go that way, then we put our hands in the air. We say, well, it's up to you. You want to go. That's your business. No. Right. Hmm. Yeah. So let me ask you this then. Um, 
I know that in Dominica, for example, um, child sexual abuse cases have topped the the season of of uh, criminal assizes. Um, so, in other words, those were the, the those are the the, the the high those have the highest number of cases in the high court. Um, do you know the statistics or? Uh, or the, the rates in St. Martin of those kinds of cases, and not just child abuse, but um, domestic abuse. I, I say the term domestic abuse in order to encompass everything, you know, whether it's child abuse, whether it's sexual, physical, or, or whatever the case may be. So, what are the, and, and, and how is um, the, the, how is your government, how are they helping? If they are helping um, to sort of um, put a stop to this or, or or move move the needle in the right direction, we have a, an organization called Safe Haven where uh, domestic violent abusers can go and stay there, and they have a, a good data on 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 the domestic abuse in general. Because, like I said earlier. Many persons stay in silent, remain in silence. Mm-hmm. We also have the Minister of Justice, the Honorable Anna Richardson, who have been now forming a task force or a team together with the police to solve the situation fundamentally. Mm-hmm. And it is a necessity because, like you said, even sometimes when you go to the police and 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 they go to to the to the to the home of the the victim. If the victim do not um, give uh, um, um, press charges, there is nothing one can do. Mm-hmm. And many too often, victims do not press charges because of fear for their life right. or fear for the family, whether it's, it's children or a mother or a mother-in-law. So they are very skeptical or afraid to do that. Mm-hmm. So we try to encourage and bring the awareness of how important it is. Because remember... Abuse may start with the, the mother, but it trickles down to the children. Right. And that's why I mentioned earlier, emotional abuse. And sometimes we are not aware of what we are implementing or imposing on our children. And many times mothers will say, I am doing it to protect my child. Hmm. At the same time, the child or the children is being damaged by the situation in the home. Hmm. Yeah, so... Uh, um. I know that whenever someone brings up um, domestic abuse, often we think, and I don't know, maybe society made it that way, we often think that men are the perpetrators or always the perpetrators. But as a social worker, and you know, I'm, I'm sure you know that that is not exactly true. So Correct. how do you reach out or how do you help or encourage men who are victims of domestic abuse um, how do they deal with that you know in your area how do you I mean do they have a better handle on say a man a, a man from Dominica because I know for sure well I shouldn't say for sure but I, I doubt it very much that if a man from Dominica is a victim of, of, of domestic abuse he would open his mouth and say anything but what's that like in, in, in your neighborhood in St. Martin? And, and, and it's if, the same. You know. it's, it's mm-hmm. Men are very... You wouldn't <laughs> find a man saying he's being abused by a woman. Why? 
because right. men were always taught to be macho, to yeah, be strong. Exactly. Exactly. They are the provider. And these are things that we have taught our sons from very young. So if a man is being abused, the shame. Mm-hmm. I mean, a woman is being shameful as well, but can you imagine a man? Right. And that's why bringing awareness into the schools and into the homes is very vital, very important. Mm-hmm. That you allow both girls and boys to speak up when they don't feel comfortable in any situation. Mm-hmm. And in that way, when you do that, you allow them to do that to a teenager state as well as an adult state. Mm-hmm. So you are empowering them from very, very young. Mm-hmm. And that is something we do not do enough of. So we have to reach out. Um, our organizations have to reach out to men and let them know that there is a safe place for them where they can talk about what they are going through. Correct. And allow them to know that they will not be judged or stigmatized. Remember, we come from a culture here in the Caribbean where persons do not let you know what's happening. Yes. Because of the fear of hearing it from someone else. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We talk the Nelly. Yeah. So, in that sense, they will keep everything within them. Mm-hmm. But by doing so, they are not only destroying themselves, they are destroying persons around them as well. Mm-hmm. Right. All right. Uh, Miss Elise, we have just about a minute left. I do want to ask you a final question from a, a, a listener. Um, does does your organization help women, I, well, I should, I should say victims, um, with exit strategies from their abusive situations? Do you do that at all? Yes, we do. Okay. Um, we, we do a lot of awareness mm-hmm. and empowerment. We also teach women how to defend themselves. We do defense uh, classes. Self-defense, yeah. We teach women, yes, we do workshops on on defense classes. Mm -hmm. And we do workshops on the awareness of self-love, of loving self unconditionally regardless. Mm -hmm. And not settling for second best or anything less. Mm -hmm. But we also bring awareness to individuals, women, men alike, to teach them that abuse not only happened from someone else inflicting it on you, abuse happened to self. Because if you're tired, go to bed. Mm-hmm. We are straining, want to work hours. We are abusing ourselves. Right. If we feel not worthy or we feel less of, that's abuse to self. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And when you're inflicting abuse on self, it's very easier to allow someone else to inflict abuse on you. Or for you to abuse somebody else, right? Oh, yes, mm. correct. Indeed. Mr. um I want to thank you for spending half an hour with me, uh, just about half an hour with me this morning. But I will say there is good news um, that you will be joining Anthony on this Wednesday. You have already agreed to join Anthony this Wednesday on this week in interview, which will give you much more time to talk about and continue to bring awareness of this kind of that kind of situation and what we can do to change that to remedy it so i appreciate your time and i appreciate you spending um you know telling us all about your foundation uh, and of course again our condolences for your loss of your your sister and your brother-in-law um you know despite everything so um with with a minute anything else you would like to add before we leave this morning Yes, yes, I would really like to thank the president of BPW of Dominica 
Miss Rhoda St. John, mm-hmm. and the president of BPW Concordia St. Martin, Katia Magdalene, and to you, Mr. George, TDN Radio, for allowing me the opportunity to be not only on the open forum panel discussion, but also to be here live with your radio, radio listeners. What? And I want to say that the voices use your voice and save a life. Amen. Thank you so much. And, and you are very welcome. And, and this is an um, uh, open invitation to you to come back anytime. Just let us know on any one of our programs. Um, you can certainly join us. Um, um, just let us know and, and, and we will make sure that we try our best to accommodate you and voices. And of course, the BPW, Concordia, St. Martin. Um, Katia, I extended an invitation to her already, so um, you guys are welcome anytime. Thank you so much. All right, have yourself a wonderful rest of the day. You too. All right, bye bye. And Merry Christmas, bye. By the, way. <laughs> the same to you. All right, take care. You too. All right, folks, thank you so much for staying tuned. You are tuned in to FYI, that's what we do here, give you information. And so we were just talking. We were just speaking with Miss Elise of uh, Voices, that is an organization based in the, on the island of St. Martin, which um, brings awareness and helps people in abusive situations. Check them out. Maybe you can find a way to assist them. Um, I, I didn't get to ask her about you know if they um, accept donations and how people can reach out to them, and that is my fault. But um, uh, you'll get the tune in on Wednesday, so you will get the opportunity to get that information as well. So, or you can reach out to Miss Elise if you know her. All right, take care, folks. I will be back in just a moment. And in the meantime, here's more of the Christmas, the reggae Christmas medley. And I will be right back.